0: It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Bigfooty final sale can't last. Visit tyrepower.com.au now.
1: Let's introduce to the overnight crowd, Mitch Keating. Mitch, thank you so much for being available to chat to us here on The Overnight Crowd.
0: Hey, Jen, absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me on.
1: Oh, it's great to talk to you. Now, I believe I've got you straight off the back of the Dreamtime game. Is that right?
0: It is, yes. Just gotten home. A uh, bit of busy traffic on Punt Road, but um, yeah, it was absolutely fantastic to attend. And 70,000 strong crowd was was absolutely magnificent, very Tiger heavy. And, and they a lot of those fans would have been absolutely wrapped with the result.
1: Absolutely. We had an interesting co- conversation over this first hour when we were under the AFL Nation banner, uh, actually about Jason Castagna and his value for um, Richmond, it got started by a caller named Brendan, and it was great. We had a bit of a disagree-agree situation as to what his role is and how valuable he is. But, uh, look, a couple of, of story points from it, I suppose. Um, Tom Lynch didn't manage to take back any um, goals against Kerno in the, the Coleman race. That was disappointing.
0: Yeah, look, it was a, a night that uh, Tom probably wants to forget. I think what zero goals for and unfortunately ended the night with a hamstring mm-hmm. injury, which... Sounds like we'll keep him out of next week, along with Kane Lambert. So There's certainly a watch for, for Damien Harwick across the next week and how he moves those magnets around. But, um, yeah, I guess you know, you know Tom's put together a fantastic season. That's the exact reason why he's in that Commonwealth medal race and right at the top. But at the same time, you look at someone like Jack Riewoldt and um, he's able to just fill in that role when, when Lynch is having an off night and he kicked four of his own. So those two working in tandem um, absolutely fantastically. And the whole forward line for Richmond, I thought, was really humming. Jason Castagna included. Um, I understand he'll certainly have some critics, either Tiger fans or not. But, um, you know, he's, he's probably lowered in the pecking order from what we've seen among uh, Richmond's small forwards. Morris Rioli, certainly a, a riser in that across the past month. But Castagna's always going to have his critics, and, and sometimes it's the effort that he puts in. But tonight, I think on the stat sheet, you'll see, you know, 19 touches and a goal and, and some tackles here and there. But um, there were probably a couple of efforts that, that were lacking... Um, with some merits. So, look, they have got some players knocking on the door. I know Sydney stack kicked three goals in the VFL today and, and could get a reprieve. But, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how Damien Harwick changes uh, his team around ahead of Sydney.
1: Yeah, a couple of injury concerns coming in for them. They're not the only team across Saturday that had some injuries. Have you got any any news at all across any of the other injuries from Saturday?
0: Well, the, I guess a, a highlight, one to highlight would probably be uh, Patrick Dangerfield at Shillong. He's had a couple of uh, weeks off earlier in the season with a corked calf and sounds like he had even more tightness in that calf um, in the win against Porto late today. They put him on ice quite late into the match and brought Ryan Myers on as a medical sub. So he's certainly going to be one that I think the Cats are going to have to manage um, across the coming weeks. So I'll have a, obviously the bye in that in that midweek period, but... Um, Look, yeah, he's going to be another a big loss, and you know, the Caps have been up and down in their form, and and haven't really been able to put anyone to the sword. I, I don't think this just quite this season. Maybe North Melbourne aside, and Essendon in round one, but they are, most of their wins have kind of they haven't quite been able to just flatline their opponents um, until the very end. So, and today was was along the same line. So, yeah, Patrick Dangerfield certainly going to be um, a big focus for. For Geelong in the coming weeks, and another one. Um, obviously, we don't know the full extent yet, but Rory Thompson with a knee injury, you know, made his return after four years and two knee reconstructions just two or three weeks ago, and and was unfortunately subbed out of today's game against the Bulldogs. So hopefully, scans come back somewhat positive for for Rory, and and it's not um, what we can what we can fear to be the
1: worst. Well, he is hoping absolutely. Dangerfield run was interesting. It was the knee, it was the calf. It's a bit of everything. So, yeah. Look, injuries wise, it's it's crueling a few of us, of course. Across Supercoach, it seems to be um, catching us out as well. Um, other news from the Dreamtime game. What did you think of the the beginning of it and, and the the long long march the long walk? It's been I think eighteen years now, and it just is such a special moment in our calendar. Oh,
0: absolutely! It's fantastic to see, and, and I think the one. Thing that, that I always kind of reflect on uh, each year now. It's no longer just one game. It's no longer just Richmond versus Essendon. It's, it's a whole round. It's now two weeks worth. It's, um, yeah, it's absolutely fantastic to see how um, the Sir Doug Nichols round has grown across the, the 18 years and, and to just see um, every player that's, that's involved and, and donning those Indigenous trips is absolutely fantastic. And then, like you said, we've got the Long March. And great to have it, obviously, back to the G last year. Um, was fantastic over in WA, but um, I think a lot of Melbourne fans, particularly obviously Richmond and Essendon fans, were uh, ecstatic to have it back. And, and the atmosphere, the pre-game, pre-game, um, you know, routines, the war cries were absolutely fantastic to hear. I think it was probably going to be 55, 60,000 Tigers fans, and and the lift that they got when um, their own teams war cry included all the players. It was, um, yeah, certainly something I don't think I've experienced before. You know, we we get um, you know, the last post on. Anzac Day and mm-hmm. we get that you know, that split second right after the uh, Australian Anthem on grand final day but this was something completely different and um, yeah, hopefully something that can stay part of the uh, Sir Doug Nicholls round fixture for the years to come.
1: Absolutely Now the winners across Saturday... Cats, Dogs, uh, Nam or Melbourne, Saints and Richmond continue on Sunday. We've got GWS versus West Coast, Hawthorne versus Brisbane and Frio versus Collingwood to round it out. Out of those three, which one, which team most critically needs the win?
0: Uh, well, it'll be interesting to see how the Giants go tomorrow. Obviously, Mark McVeigh in charge for the rest of the year and he's coming up against an Eagles outfit that um, I don't think we can have too much expectation from at least this week and, and for the for the coming weeks ahead. Um, you'd like to think that they get the job done. Um, I think I think the Collingwood-Fremantle game is going to be an interesting one. You know, the Dockers certainly want to be bouncing back, um, have a little bit of dip in form, and I think Collingwood really just also want to be hitting their stride a bit more um, through the middle part of the season. So a trip across West, Certainly, a game where they aren't going to be favoured. I think Craig McRae is really going to try and light the, the fire underneath his players ahead of that one. And but I, when you look at the three twenty game, Hawks in Tassie. I know it's not the same Hawthorne side we've seen from the last ten years, but I, I think this is probably going to be the tightest uh, contest among the three. Um, the Lions will be interesting to see how they fare um, tomorrow. But um, yeah, all three games. I'm not sure if we'll see an upset, but um, yeah, I think that three twenty game is certainly going to be the one to
1: watch. Isn't it what? I'm a Frio supporter, so looking forward to that game, no doubt. Uh, I haven't asked you. Do you have an alliance anywhere?
0: I'm a Cats man, so t- today was a good day. <laughs> um, nervous, albeit. But, um, yeah, it was, it was a good day to get another four points and bounce back after last week. So still need to see some a better run of form. I, I don't think we can placed in the the top four clubs top five clubs just yet but um you know we have the names there and the experience but um yeah if we're losing Patrick Dangerfield here and, and a few other senior figures then it's going to certainly make it an uphill battle for us
1: absolutely it will now you must have been stoked it was pretty cool to see Jeremy Cameron's uh Torpy from the pocket uh, that was what what a what a just old-fashioned highlighter footy that was
0: Oh, absolutely! Certainly, rivaled Mitch Duncan's from last year, and it sounds like they've both claimed an end of Cadinia Park with with those kicks. And um, <laughs> yeah, he's been a, a fantastic talent. Obviously, we um, put a lot of, uh, I guess, resources into getting him down to Geelong, and um, you know, it hasn't been. what well, last year wasn't exactly the the you know, run that we that we thought we would have, but um, this year, I think we, when we're seeing both him and Hawkins playing each and almost each and every game together, um, arguably the most lethal duo and certainly getting rivaled by Kerno and Mackay at the moment at the Saints, but at the Blues, sorry, and, and Membry and, and King at the Saints. But um, yeah, when those two are fit and fine, I don't think you can really beat them.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Now let's switch tack. Let's look at another l- very big and popular footy code across uh, the Australian landscape. Let's quickly touch on, of course, the A-League men's final where... I think this was an upset to everyone other than Western United who they were like, no, we always thought we were going to make the grand final. You can step back everyone. But victory, they went down and they're out.
0: Yeah, absolutely stunning. Uh, obviously, after the dream time game, just checking the scores in 4-1 and just looking back through um, how it all played out. Um, yeah, absolutely. Like you said, it was an upset. I, I, I had victory um probably penciled in for, for taking out the title altogether, to be honest. So tonight's result 4-1 for, for Western United is absolutely fantastic for the franchise. You know, I think A-League expansion has been um, such a critical point, particularly with the, the two newest clubs in Western United and then MacArthur. Um, and to have Western into their first ever grand final is absolutely going to be absolutely fantastic for the league. You know, we knew it was probably going to be, um, at least in Melbourne, given mm-hmm. three of the last four sides, um, were, the Mel- were the three Melbourne clubs. So it's um yeah absolutely fantastic for Western United. Um Alexander Prijevic with the brace. Um, and they've really stepped stepped up late into the season. They've really timed this run quite well. Um and hopefully this is this isn't the uh the final caper for them and they can um you know get the last win of the season.
1: Now for me because I'm not familiar, I know when it's Melbourne victory versus Melbourne City it gets called the Derby or the, the Derby, depending on who I'm speaking to. When it's Western United involved, what are, what do we call those clashes
0: i'm not i'm not too sure no. if it's uh no. if it's home to turn just yet um but i think with the way they're going if they're certainly starting to ruffle some of the feathers at the top of the league they're going to make a few foes not just local mm. um in a sh- very short amount of time they've got a bit of grit about them um a bit of fire and it's i think it they are uh, yeah look it's going to be very interesting to see how the grand final plays out and, and certainly who they're playing against because if they do have melbourne city um next week and obviously it Likely to be well, it will be in Melbourne. Mm. Um, yeah, it's going to be absolutely a fantastic event, and uh, yeah, there certainly is going to be another rivalry building.
1: So nil all between Adelaide United and Melbourne City in the first semi final leg. What's your tip there? Do you think City get it done?
0: I think so. I think returning home is going to be a big boost for them. Um, you know, questions can always be raised about you know how big the crowd can they can pull in, um, and you know I think it's at about a two o'clock game Eastern Time. Um, tomorrow, so hopefully, no, not too many excuses to, to pack in Amy Park um, and yeah, really get that 12th man behind them. Um, yeah, I think they will be favourites. You know, I think they've also they're probably in the benchmark of the competition for for since day dot. So I think we will see a, a City Western United final, and I think City might just take it out.
1: Okay, NRL. Let's switch across to the other big footy league across in Australia as well. NRL uh, across the Saturday, the biggest talking point had to be the Cowboys. 36 to 6 victors over the Storm. We know the Storm are a little bit undermanned, but that is a real take-us-seriously moment for the Cowboys.
0: Oh, absolutely. There's, there's certainly two tales coming out of this, and, and one of them is, like you said, it's about time we start <laughs> really putting our, our finger down on the Cowboys and saying these guys are premiership contenders. You know They probably were pitted to go you know bottom four, bottom five um, of the competition before the start of the season, and Todd Payton's done a fantastic job. With such a young squad as well I think that's that's one thing that's really been impressive Murray Mario Marioslowgie Joe Marion and I have been absolutely fantastic and and I, once again a, a brace today scoring as a forward isn't an easy job to do and he's just making it look um, at, at like a cakewalk at the moment and even putting his hand up origin could be a maroon's bolter um, with the um, season o- series opener coming uh, early next month so he's timing that run absolutely fantastically but like you said, they've, uh, they've they've put the storm to the sword, which isn't something easy to do. And not only that, they are level on points uh, toward the top of the ladder. And there is a bit of a buffer now between both of them and the Panthers. But um, yeah, results like this for the storm don't come around often. It was hard to watch last week, obviously very undermanned. And even tonight, forced to play you know, Harry Grand at halfback and Nick Meany at fullback. So they are missing key names, Jerome Hughes and Ryan Pappenhausen among those. But Um, Yeah, it just didn't look like a a Craig Ballamy-led side, it seems, today. Um, And hopefully they can bounce back in the coming weeks.
1: And I think the fears for um, Tom Trubojevic, Turbo from Manly, may have been confirmed and it might have been a season-ending injury that he copped in that uh, two-point loss to Parramatta on Friday night.
0: Yeah, very, very worrying. I was just reading up before to hear that uh, the club are likely to look into their options and uh, sounds like turbo is going to be requiring surgery on that dislocated shoulder and that that's likely going to put him out for a uh, let' say the foreseeable future originally he was just in doubt for the mm. origin series opener and now it sounds like even the uh, the rest of the season you, you might be have to put a line through the M winner for this year it's going to be a massive blow for the sea Eagles I don't think I think that even puts a line through their own uh, Premiership prospects so Really hard loss for them. Obviously for Brad Fittler and the and the Blues ahead of Origin, but um, at least one of those camps have enough stock in in the bank to uh to fill his fill his void.
1: Absolutely, Mitch. It's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you across all the different footy codes here in Australia. Uh, thank you so much for jumping on board and becoming a member of the Overnight Crowd tonight.
0: Thanks again, Jen. Thank you. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know.